listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In 2018, Lottie Dalzil decided to reduce her waste. Very quickly, she realized how difficult it was to find the right products and simple information to assist. Within two weeks, Lottie launched her business, Banish, with an online store and education platform, helping Australians reduce their waste with trusted products and even better information. In this Mindful Biz podcast episode, we talk about Lottie's sustainable business. Lottie has also created another brand, Little Pepino, a product range with sustainable solutions. joining us here today how are you I'm great thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure and we were just saying your your business has just turned three what a milestone I know it was very exciting to hit the big three I feel like we're officially out of the baby stage and now we're kind of growing (laughs) such a nice feeling isn't it it is it's been a whirlwind it's gone very very quickly but excited to be on to the next chapter yeah you look it looks like from from watching what you're doing it's look like it looks like you've hit your stride so it must feel good no definitely I feel like when I started Banish it sustainability wasn't really spoken about it was the whole reason that I started it was to kind of bring it into mass audiences and bring it into the mainstream mm. and I feel like it has taken pretty much like two and a half years for it to become something that everybody's interested in, everybody's talking about. It's so needed. It's so needed. All right, before we get into, you know, about the business, I'd just love you just to give us a bit of a, you know, hello and insight into who you are and how you got to starting Banish. Yeah, no worries. So I'm Lottie Diel, the founder of Banish, which is an online store and education platform that helps people reduce their waste. The reason why I started Banish was in 2018, I made a news resolution to reduce my waste and to do better when it came to the environment. And it is the first news resolution I think I've ever made that is actually stuck. (laughs) Um, But when I started reducing my waste and I started doing better, I found it really, really difficult and really confusing and overwhelming, really. And I didn't know what to do or where to start. So I was doing all of this research and I was really trying my best, but I just kept on coming up against roadblocks or it would take me kind of three hours to research my next sustainable swap, which should have been a really, really easy and simple kind of Google or something like that. It should have even popped up in my Instagram feed. And I kind of went, hang on, if we want living sustainability, if we want living sustainably to be easy, we need it to be so simple and so basic that people can do it without even thinking and there wasn't really anything like that out there there wasn't any credible information there wasn't any kind of one-stop shop for sustainable products so I thought that I would create it myself I have a journalism background so I was a journalist at the time working in the health and fitness industry And I knew kind of the language and the terminology and the psychology behind creating behavior change and encouraging people, say, for example, if they wanted to run a marathon or if they wanted to get healthier, it was about making small changes and taking small gradual steps to lose weight or to 
kind of, yeah, to get fitter. So I wanted to apply the same kind of lens but to sustainability because it isn't a overnight thing. It's not you don't click your fingers and then all of a sudden you have a plastic-free household. It does take a very long time. So it was using that background that I was able to then help others live more sustainably. So, yeah, that's pretty much how Banish was born and why I started it. And how did you come up with the business name? That was my mum, actually. She is an absolute dream when it comes to these things. I called her the morning that I thought of this idea. I was going, I just need a really, really good name, but I was rushing to work and I was doing everything. And she said, no, 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 don't worry. Like, I'll think about it. And then she came back to me within the day and said, what about Banish? I love it. It's so easy to remember. It is. It is. And it has so many different meanings. It can be ban rubbish. It can be banished plastic. It can do rubbish? everything. I wouldn't have thought of that. There you go. And you, you also talk about the analogy of, is it Brad? Yes. Okay, so, what does Brad stand for? So Brad is our recycling program. So it stands yeah. for the Banish Recycling and Disposal Program. Uh-huh. So why we've called it Brad is because we want to help people keep those hard-to-recycle items from going to landfill or to the wrong pit, which is why it's called Brad Pit. <laughs> There you go. Oh, my God, you're full of all the names, aren't you? That's fabulous. What was your background before you started this business? Yes, as I just mentioned, I was a journalist. So I was working in the health and fitness industry. Um, I'd worked there for a number of years, um, helping grow and scale kind of digital audiences and everything like that for Women's Health and Men's Health magazine. Mm, So do you think that that background has really helped you with this business? Definitely. I think kind of content is something that I'm always creating that educational side of things is something that I'm really really passionate about so I think having the background experience with women's health and men's health and all of my past jobs and careers before that has been really beneficial in helping to kind of know how to communicate with big audiences it's interesting because that's the standout quality that you have that I instantly pick up picked up on like the your social media content in particular your stories is highly engaging and it's also like quick pace but without it being overwhelmed and also giving a lot of information that is actually what people's people are after so I'm assuming you've got high numbers that are watching your stories is that right yeah. yeah, definitely yeah. we do. And it's they're really engaged. I have to sit yeah. down a couple of times a day just to respond to all of the messages mm-hmm. and everything like that that we're getting. But it's one of my favourite things about having Banish is that really strong community. Yeah, you're, good, you're really good at it. Do you get overwhelmed by the social media aspect at all? Because it's quite demanding, you know, obviously being on there all the time and having to produce this regular content. Yeah, definitely. So I think probably about, I think it was six months ago, um, I made the decision to not post anything on Saturdays and Sundays to really give myself a bit of a break because I was finding like, because living sustainably is something that I do every day on my weekends, I'd be gardening or I'd be kind of going for coffee with girlfriends and I'd be taking my reusable coffee cup or I'd be wanting to show everybody it kind of is my life that it was so natural and so easy for me just to be showing that the whole time but it wasn't until I really was just took a step back and went hang on 
where when is the off time when is the downtime so I actually put it to the community and explained to them exactly how I was feeling and said like what do you think I should do do you think I should continue to post on weekends or are you happy for me to kind of have more um more generic content on the weekends and it was an like overwhelming response by everybody saying no 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 it's fine like take Saturdays and Sundays off go for it Mm. and now on Saturdays we just share our reviews of the week and then on Sundays we share blog content. So it's really simple and easy. Yeah, interesting. I, I do something very similar. On the weekends I'm like, gosh, I really am backing. I, I don't share any tips and tricks or like work insights on the weekends. It's very minimal, very minimal because I, I need the break as well. You just really find that to have that energy to carry you through the week, you absolutely need to switch off in some shape. Exactly. But it's also hard, though, because I think a lot of people use social media more on a weekend. So from a business perspective, I was kind of going, oh, I'm missing out on this opportunity. But, no, you have to put you first. Yeah. Sunday nights are good, but I do find, like, well, my audience during the days on the weekends, they're just not around, you know, because my audience is business owners, so they like to disconnect as well, whereas your audience is, like, searching up this really, you know, information that they've actually got time to look into over the weekend so exactly. yeah yeah gosh so it would have been like a huge journey for you because you would have been like educating yourself throughout this whole process as well yeah definitely so yeah it's been literally since day one of me wanting to reduce my waste um two weeks later is when I launched Vanish so wow. it's been the whole time I've been kind of yeah, on the journey, which I think probably made it a little bit easier at the start because I was the consumer and I was the everyday person hitting those roadblocks and hitting those hurdles when it came to reducing my waste. Whereas now, in rather than being kind of a, I don't know, an, a friend, I'm more of an authoritative figure. Yeah. So as I've transformed, so so has the audience as well. Like we've now got people like me who are really, really great, who weren't so great at the start, but we're getting new people every day. Amazing. So when you launch, because what you're saying is you came up with the idea and you launched two weeks later, did you launch just with the social media channel to begin with or did you have a website or what infrastructure did you have? Yes, yeah, so we had everything. Um, we had the website, we had the e-commerce platform, we had blog content, and we also had the social media. Um, obviously, social media started on that day, so it wasn't a huge audience. We're just growing everything from there. Um, but, yeah, I'm not somebody who does things by hearts. So, yes, we had everything. But in saying that, we didn't have a lot of products. We probably had, I'm going to say, 30 products to start with, with whereas now we're kind of up over 450. Wow. So are you actually packing and dispatching the orders from the online store? Not all of them. Yeah. So we operate via a drop shipping method. Yep. For a lot of them, um, but in the last kind of four months, I've launched my own product-based line, which is called Little Pepino. So I co-founded that with a friend. Mm. So we're dispatching those orders. Mm. So tell us about that product because it looks amazing. In fact, I need to get myself some because they look so good. Oh, thank you. Yes. So the reason why um, we started Little Pepino was obviously being in the industry for three years and doing product development and research into everything, 
I found all of these gaps in the market that weren't being filled or they were being filled but not by companies who were legitimately sustainable and were doing the right thing. So this business partner I met and we were kind of chatting and just bouncing ideas and everything like that and he just said, look, like you've got this opportunity, you've got this audience, like why aren't you doing this? Mm. And when you kind of have it said to you in such kind of black and white, so it's plain and simple, you go, no you're right. Why, why not? Why am I not doing that? Um, so that is why we launched Little Pepino. But it's basically, it replaces baking paper, doesn't it? Yeah. So we've got a range of products. So we've got, so they're sustainable swaps for household items. So yeah. things like reusable baking mats, we've then got silicon food pouches, which replace um, snap plastic snap cloth bags. We've got a whole range of bamboo dish brushes, which replace your plastic kitchen dish brushes as well. And then we're just about to release a compost bin. The Ziploc bags, are they easy to clean? Super easy. So all you need to do is you can soak them in hot soapy water or you can literally just throw them in the dishwasher. Oh, really? Like so easy. Like everything I hate cleaning with passion. (laughs) So everything is super easy to clean. get caught down in the corn, you know, like in the seam and then it becomes. No. So you can also turn them completely inside out as well. Wow. And so when you buy those, do they come in a pack or do you buy them individually? So we have them, you can buy them either in sets of two or we also sell them in packs. Yeah, right. Okay. So the products that you are store, you are stocking, are you, are you spending a lot of time picking and packing or it's not too bad the way you've got your system organised? Yeah, at the moment, obviously having two of us in comparison to Banish being just one of us, it is a lot faster. Yeah. Um, we're trying not to dispatch every day just from like from a time management perspective. So we're dispatching three times a week, but we're pretty we're good at picking and packing right now and just getting everything out there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you have plans to extend to extend your product range? Yeah. Definitely. So we are looking at, as I mentioned, the compost bin coming out soon. And then we're looking at new colours of the baking mats as well to come out. And then, yeah, it's just going to grow and grow and expand. We only launched it kind of, we only have had the product since January. So it's still very new. And we're kind of working out all the best systems and practices so we can get flying. Do you at any point get overwhelmed with how quickly everything's going now? Or you're okay? It's it depends which day you're asking me <laughs> and which time of the day. Um, I think a big focus that I've had on Banish for a very long time is automation and working on that so that everything would be lean and it would be able to scale and grow. But obviously as you grow and we're growing at a very fast rate at the moment, it is difficult to keep up mm-hmm. and it is something that even as many processes as you put in place you don't predict the fires that are going to come or <laughs> they're kind of the band-aids that you pop on a little hole then it just kind of is growing and growing so mm-hmm. it's definitely probably I think that's the biggest um, kind of challenge yeah. at the moment is the pace yeah I do you know I've, I've got two businesses and I can remember going through this phase with my other business sticky studio it was just like growing so quickly and we didn't have the systems and processes in place that we do today because we were small and then we just went bang and it's just like a pressure cooker and it's 
you know, you have a certain um, level of customer service, which you obviously want to maintain. It's like literally you're just scrambling for a while and under pressure while you're literally putting everything together um, as you go. But it's so important to just, you know, like go through that pain section because you pop out and then also you can work so much more effectively because you've got the right people, you know, the right systems and processes and then it's like, oh, got room to grow again now. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So what do you love most about running your business? I'd have to say the community. Mm. It's by far my favourite. Yeah. But my favourite aspect of it, just connecting with the number of people that we do being able to kind of make tangible changes in other people's lives. It's something that I've always been very passionate about. Obviously, it's why I went into health and fitness initially, but being able to make such significant changes is just, it it just makes me so, so happy. Like when people message me and just kind of say like, oh, I had to get a single-use coffee cup today, but I didn't get a lid because of what you said, or we've started a compost bin at home now because of everything, or we're never buying baking paper ever again. That is just what keeps me going. I still think like although you've got a big engaged community, I still feel like you're at the absolute infancy of where this is going to go. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I think probably 2021 has been a really big turning point for us. I think we launched Brad in November and it was really successful with our current audience, Mm -hmm. but that probably has really helped us to really take us to the next level. And then just last week, like I was announced as one of the top 50 people in e-commerce in Australia. So it's just really snowballing. You'll probably find that you have a lot of opportunities come your way as well and it's just working out which ones to say yes and no to. That is very hard. (laughs) I'm a very big yes person. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm trying to at the moment do my kind of, I don't know, my risk analysis Mm. or my, I don't know, trying to work it all out, but it is very difficult. Are you in the process of hiring staff? Yes. Yeah. So we've got a couple of staff at the moment, but I am looking to hire more. But in kind of keeping with the lean startup model, at the moment, I'm looking at mostly contractors just to kind of help us on a project basis. Mm. Again, get those systems in place and then we can kind of go from there. And if it's a great fit, then perfect. Keep working with them. But if it's not, then there's no loss for anybody. Well, it's great that we're in an environment these days where it is a bit of a gig economy and people do like to work on a contract basis so they can work at several places and quite often they've got their own gig they're starting up at the same time as well. So it actually works for everyone to do the contract basis. Yeah, definitely. And I think because I was a contractor, I've done the freelance journalism in the past, so I get it, I understand it and I think that really helps too. Mm. Having done like a lot of writing in the past, do you get to do as much writing these days that you'd like to or that's something that you don't get to as often? Yeah, I would like to do more than I used to. Initially when I was first launching Banish, I was writing one piece of content a day. Like it was amazing and I loved it. But, yes, unfortunately at the moment I'm trying to work more on the business rather than in the business. So that means that I've had to take a step back from writing as much content. Mm. 
Have you ever thought? I've got so many questions. I'll stop asking you questions. So, but one another question. <laughs> no, isn't have that you, what the point have is? <laughs> have you ever thought about doing a YouTube channel? I know that that would take time and everything, but you are good in front of the camera, and delivering verbal information is very handy. So, have you thought about it? Yeah, so we do have a YouTube channel. It's very, very small at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's there. It sits there. It ticks along in the background. It's mm. not the primary focus. Our primary focus at the moment is Instagram and TikTok. And then kind of I use YouTube more from an SEO perspective. Yeah, right. What are you doing over on TikTok? Um, trying to convert the youngsters to be more sustainable. There is no dancing videos over there, nothing <laughs> like that. Um, it is so funny. Again, this is my business partner saying to me, like, come on, you need to do this. Like, you'll be great. It'll be so easy. Just jump on it. And I'm going, well, I hate dancing. I'm a terrible dancer. Why would I do this? Because they're saying, no, 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 you'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, we've launched um, We've launched TikTok for my both my personal brand, but then also for Little Pepino. And it has been amazing just to kind of launch Little Pepino on both TikTok and Instagram. It's been very interesting to kind of see the two different platforms and how they're performing and the kind of engagement that we're getting on them because obviously Vanish has got an established Instagram audience now, but we've seen a far greater uptake on TikTok for Little Pepino than we have on Instagram. The Instagram audience are definitely engaged and they're more than happy to show the journey. But TikTok is just a really interesting space, I think, for businesses. Mm. Do you spend a lot of time creating videos for TikTok or do you find that it's quite simple for you and doesn't take too long? Yeah, we probably spend, we spend half a day or a kind of a morning on it for Little Pepino every week creating content Mm. that content is probably a little bit more polished than what I put out on my personal TikTok account which is a bit more rough just shot on an iPhone kind of thing um but it's so funny because it's sometimes the TikTok videos that you spend literally 30 seconds making that are the ones that go crazy you can't predict it little Pepino the name how did you come up with that one Yes, so Little Pepino is actually named after the smartest octopus in the world. So my business partner was watching a documentary about octopuses, as you do, and it was talking about how octopuses are one of the, they're the only animal in the world who looks at their surroundings and adapts and evolves rather than looking to their parents Mm. and then learning those behaviours and their traits. Mm. So as it comes to kind of climate change and global warming, octopuses are evolving at a rate that we haven't ever seen before in order to cope with these new conditions. And they're able to pick up new things and new trends. So he kind of went, well, we have to name Little Pepino after the octopus because that's exactly what we're doing is we're trying to educate and to help people create new habits and and evolve Mm. as our climate is changing. What a great story. I wasn't aware. I knew that octopuses were incredibly smart, but I didn't realise that they were evolving based on their surroundings. There you go. Wow. This podcast is good for things beyond business tips. (laughs) Exactly. General knowledge. All right, then. So where can everyone find you? 
Yep. So you can find Banish, banish.com.au and on Instagram at banish.au. Little Pepino is littlepepino.com and then on Instagram at littlepepino underscore and then TikTok at littlepepino and then you can find my personal TikTok at Lottie Deal. You're going to have to write that down. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm going to do is when this all goes live, I obviously every single time put it up on my website, which is relauncher.com.au and I will link through to all of Lottie's thank you Lottie thank you so much for joining us here today no thanks so much for having me